Do you believe there is more to your career than waiting for the gold watch in 40 years? Did you know that the average American spends 200 hours a year commuting to a job they probably hate? Does it frost your ass to get a 2% raise that barely keeps up with the rate of inflation? Have you ever worked for a boss hole? We know how you feel, and we want to help. Welcome to the Boss Free Society Podcast, your entertaining entrepreneur therapy session with your hosts, Tim Wambach and Patty Dominguez. Couch not included. Tim, we're back on the air. Happy Friday, Boss Free Ballers. Happy Friday. Another episode of He Said, She Said. <laughs> and, you know, this is this is a really cool episode, I think, Patty. Today we're going to dive into a six-month review of the Boss Free Society podcast. It's been six months since we've been on air, since we graced the uh, new, and new and noteworthy on iTunes. It's been a journey, Patty. It really has. And so we did a lot of good stuff. We learned a lot along the way, and we're going to share with you exactly what transpired uh, from our experience of six months doing the podcast and see if you're interested in launching a podcast. Hopefully, some of these tips are going to offer some perspective and save you some of the pain that we went through at the beginning in not really having certain things in place. And yes, there, there was definitely some pain points that we had to go through, but it was a learning a learning process, and I think it definitely made us better uh, because of because of the pain, because of the struggle, because the struggle is real. The Patty. struggle is real, and and here's the thing: I often get asked. I mean, people stop me in the store. I was at Target the other day, and they stopped me. Patty, why did you start this podcast? And so, Tim, do you want to tell our boss reballers? Why we started this podcast, how did this come to be the birth of the Boss Free Society podcast? There, there's many different jumping off points that we can, we can, uh, <laughs> we can enter in. Um, but really, we, I mean, the bottom line is we wanted to help others that are on the entrepreneurial journey or want to be on the entrepreneurial journey because you and I had, had met in 2013 and had had a lot of high-level discussions around each of, each of our businesses and really where we were headed. And because we had the same, we shared kind of the same type of mindset and we had a lot of great conversations. We're like, why don't we turn these great conversations into a podcast? <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, I know that when we met, we were introduced by a mutual friend who of all places in Colorado, Tom Murky. And what we came to realize is that our paths had crossed like many, many, many years before then. So it's like we were destined to know each other. It was like, okay, we're destined to know each other. We like have really awesome chemistry in terms of the show. And we're both going into a lot of transition. So for me, just jumping into entrepreneurship, you were looking to really grow Handicap This. You were you were in the process of getting married. I mean, so many things, life changes happen in yeah. that time. It's just been so cool. And so to see what transpired, even with all these things in place, we were both dedicated to the idea that this podcast was something that it was an important thing to do. So it's really started out as just kind of a passion project. And I'll tell you, we started conversations on this. We originally started doing Google Hangouts, and that was in 2014 in the early summer. 
and just thinking of it like, oh, we can just do a Google Hangout show. But what happened is, is that we were not consistent with it because we didn't really have the right kind of format in play. Yeah, we were just doing it because because we wanted to, because it was, I mean, I would say there was a level of fun attached to it, but there was there was no commitment to, That's right. to, to the, the greater good, basically. Yeah, we also had a third person, if you guys can believe that. We had a third person involved, in, and again, that whole foundational principle of commitment was just not there. And so what happened was we had the Boss Re Society name, and there was... That was your brainchild, by the way. Yeah. I want, it, I want everyone to know that that was Patty's idea of the Boss Free Society is Patty's brainchild. Yeah, and I'm not kidding, guys. It literally came to me one day. I'm like, wouldn't it be cool? And then I just came up with a name, and I was like, boom, there must be something in there. So I ran home, and I bought the URL uh, like immediately because I'm like, okay, there's something here. I don't know what it is, but yeah, let's let's kind of put that like in the holding tank and see what happens. So anyway, so long story short, we kind of we stopped doing the Google Hangouts again. We had that third person. It really wasn't going anywhere necessarily, but we knew that there was something potentially there. So we kind of let it simmer a little bit. And then in the fall of last year, we reopened this whole concept of doing a podcast. Now, doing a podcast can be really daunting because there's a lot of different moving parts to it. And so Tim had had some experience with podcasting because he also does another podcast with his business, Handicap This. And Tim, I think you launched that one in the fall of last year, didn't you? Yeah, October 2014, we, exactly. we launched. And then, and actually, we had a lot of different, launching up. that podcast and then launching the Boss Free Society podcast, there was a lot of differences in how each each one ran. So I actually got a really high-level course on, on both sides because I was, the, the way we produce and do podcasts for Handicap This are night and day with how we do it with Boss Free Society. Yeah, it really is because Tim on Handicap This has more of a production team. And so uh, for Boss Free Society, we're very grassroots, meaning it's ba- it's basically Tim and I and we'll have a VA come in and out now and um, here and again. Okay, so early on, our setbacks were we knew we wanted to launch the podcast in 2015. And our original goal was to launch it around the middle of January. But here's the truth, guys. <laughs> we were We were avoiding some things literally we were avoiding the website i know that sounds ridiculous but we were avoiding the website it's like how do all these moving parts come into play and we had bought a theme and then we bought another theme and i'm like oh my god i don't know what to do which which framework do we have to get (laughs) oh it was a nightmare and the reality is we like i went on odesk i spent a lot of money and literally nobody could really do things so it was just such a nightmare and it wasn't until i literally guys for no other reason than I was just like, I have to figure this out. I mean, I had a conversation one day with Tim. I'm like, Tim, we're totally avoiding this. Yeah, it was the elephant in the room that just kept getting bigger and, and bigger. bigger and bigger. And it might sound so stupid <laughs> that the website is the one thing that held us back. But in our haste to want to do things in, in a in a just bootstrappy way, I think we literally spent more money than if we would have hired someone on the front end that had that experience with podcast websites to say, hey, just turn it over. So big miss. So if you have that on the front end, just realize that, realize and recognize what are the pieces that come into play. And in your haste to want to do things on the cheap, you may actually be spending more money and even worse, more time and just really delaying things. So that was the one thing that we just completely procrastinated on the website and really how that integration of everything was to happen. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I know that that was a big, my, that was my big error. I'm not technical at all. <laughs> so it was easy to, for me to avoid the, the website because I, I literally am not, uh, not too proficient when it comes to coding and all that other. Yeah, and he literally shut stuff. down. Like, remember we'd talk <laughs> about it and then we'd be like, oh, let's talk about it next time. Oh, you know what? Why don't we talk about this bright, shiny object over here? <laughs> So if you suffer from red shiny object syndrome, just know you're not alone. But really, if you're avoiding it, it's the one thing that's probably holding you back is yeah, really that that, that would be so, the key lesson. So we, we wanted to start in January. We actually started in the middle of February. So it wasn't it wasn't all that bad when you when you look, you know, when it, or I guess I'd say it isn't as bad as it could have been. I mean, we right. could have let it go on longer than than that. So we nipped it in the bud. And we were able to um, to launch the show in uh, in February. Yeah, so we launched in February. The original plan was to <laughs> launch a once a week show, and we had the concept down of batching shows really early on. So the whole concept of podcasting, and we we've had guests that have come on that have been interested in podcasting, and we say to them. The greatest thing about podcasting is that once you put a show out there, it's out there forever. So you get a lot of replay to it. There's and and it's that whole continuity or you're having that show out in perpetuity is probably a better way to say it. And if you have a social syndication backup, meaning if you have your social media aligned with your shows and you're constantly promoting, like literally your show can live on forever. So we had that kind of general concept in mind and we plan to launch early on with just once a week show. That was the original plan, once a week. And that's what we we did for, for a few weeks. We actually started recording our shows on Google Hangouts. That's how we started. And what after we interviewed one of our guests, they recommended we use Skype. So that was a kind of a learning a learning process. And because you know we were doing shows on Google Hangout, we actually lost we lost some shows, and one that I'm kicking myself in the fanny. We we interviewed Andy Murphy, uh, who's just an amazing dude, man. I mean, he's he's awesome. He's flipping awesome, and we had a great conversation. It was high level. It would have been extremely valuable, and for some reason, it it, it fell. It it landed on the cutting room floor, not because we wanted to cut it. Oh but my because god. Something in, I don't know if it was the technology. We, we don't even know what happened. No, we have no idea what happened, guys. And and the, I still, I have to contact Andy Murphy. Andy Murphy, we are if sorry, you're listening Andy. to this, we are, sorry. we are so sorry. And I would love to, ha- we would love to have you back on. He's so incredible. Anyway, so that's what happened. We lost some shows, some major setbacks, right? And so we really didn't know that Skype was the way to go. I know this probably sounds so chimpy, but we, <laughs> we, we, didn't, didn't, know. we didn't know. So before we, we didn't have a process. We didn't have a process for scheduling, for recording, for follow-ups. It was all okay. it, really, no, I mean, it's not like we were completely clueless. No, but I mean, the point was that we didn't have a system. There you go. Boom. We didn't have the system, and we we were scheduling scheduling interviews, but we 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 didn't. We were just kind of reactive. Yes, it was like either through email or on the phone, and it was it was not (laughs) it was not duplicatable or uh, or scalable. (laughs) It wasn't scalable because even like our phones connecting it to our mobile devices, you were like, why is it? I mean, it was such a nightmare, guys. Just the little things that you experience. And so the other thing that we thought about originally doing is close to where I live, we have a great library. It's a five-star library, and they have a complete recording studio in there. 
And so we originally thought we we're like, oh my god, we hit the gold mine. We actually it, did a show about it, and, um, we, and we've done we did a lot of shows there. I mean, yeah. it was the thing is the studio is baller. It's it really, I mean, it really it's it's awesome. But the problem is that you only can have it for two hours, and there's obviously some setup time that's involved. For me, it was a commute of at least 15, 20 minutes. And we, I mean, we loved doing it. With like the studio was was great. And Patty and I, it seemed like we had even better chemistry in person than we do via you know via Skype. technology Skype. Yeah. But it, it wasn't as effective for us. It wasn't it wasn't an effective use of our time because of the setup time. It t- I would say we could do two, maybe three shows pushing in the it. studio. And that's three shows is, is really pushing it. So then we decided that it wasn't effective. We had to adjust the sale because at the end of the day, we wanted to be productive. We wanted to use a, have a productive use of our time. And even though the studio was pimp, it just did not, it, it did not effectively utilize our time. And I want to go back to the fact that I heard you just say the word pimp. What's I did. up, T? Is that not good? Should I, that should is I so good. Pimp? That's so street. That's I know it, it, I'm getting a little more in, in, in tune with my the street side of me. Straight out of displays, y'all. Straight out of, <laughs> straight out of that, y'all. <laughs> All right. So, so the so the studio that we used, amazing studio again, wasn't an effective use of time. So, like Tim said, we had to adjust the sale. So then we had this brilliant idea of because we were getting so much feedback in terms of our downloads, people were downloading more of our he said she said shows that we were doing on friday and here's the deal look at the data look at your numbers because then that's going to allow you to understand what people are are looking for what resonates more with people so because of that we said why not add a third show so that's (laughs) so that's when we added motivation monday and motivation monday is every monday it's a very quick show three minutes and we actually are getting great feedback on it and it literally is what we call just a dose in the ass of inspiration motivation to set your week in the right way I like to say kick in the ass. A kick in the ass. Yeah. It's a actually dose, a, a dose in the ass sounds no, like No, I have said dose in the ass and it's wrong. <laughs> Mea culpa. It's like we're, t- we're, we're, we're uh, you know, hitting 60 homers uh, because we're taking a dose in the ass. That's right. It is not dose in the ass. It's a kick in the ass every it's Monday. It's a kick in the keista. Every Monday. So there you go. Monday, Wednesday, Friday was our sh- were our shows. And so then we what happened then, it was magical because we started <laughs> streamlining our shows. Yeah. And being very purposeful with with how we recorded shows and when we did it, how we did it, and the whole the whole deal. So now we had a system that we just kind of found our way into. So our scheduling system is with Calendly. So we're going to put that in the show notes, but it's Calendly. And basically what we do is we still batch our shows, which is a great process to go through because we really feel that once you're in the role of doing shows, it just it, it gets better and better and better. And what Calendly allows you to do is if you have a guest that's interested, you can just send them a link and then they can pick the time and date that best fits for them. But on the back end, and Tim and I calibrate and say, we really just want to batch our shows on one day, right? Or a few days. And we set our calendar pretty much like about six to eight weeks before we actually schedule the time slots that are open. So that helps Tim uh, to coordinate his handicapped dish responsibilities. And then I have lots of travel with clients and and conferences and whatnot. So that's how we do our scheduling. Well, I think it's it's important, you know, for to for the the audience to to hear that, like what you what you just said about us really being specific about and you know 
looking at our calendar two months ahead of time to really get these in there. And because of Calendly, we use Calendly, obviously, to schedule the interviews. But then obviously, Patty and I also have, you know, the Motivation Mondays and the He Said, She Said, where it's just us two. So that those shows, we can we have a little bit more liberty to record those. I don't want to say at our leisure because it's not at our leisure, but we have a little bit more flexibility with those because it's not there's not a third party that we have to make sure that coordinate with and, co- and coordinate it's, with. Exactly. And it's really cool because perfect example, we were supposed to record last night and then I texted to him like hey t i can't because i have family in town and really our belief is family first right so last weekend we could have we had time to meet potentially but tim had his anniversary weekend deal and we're all about family first so i think the other big thing to to really align if you're going to be aligning with a co-host or a business partner just make sure that your values are very similar because that's what's really going to kind of set the course for how you operate and i I don't want to let go of that fact but our value systems are really, really similar in that respect. And so that's probably why we get along so well, too. What's more important, you're the family that you were had in town were from like Honduras, right? Or yeah. They were, yeah. I mean, they're not, we're not talking about they're from Milwaukee. They're from... <laughs> <laughs> not, What's not wrong that, with Milwaukee? Nothing's wrong. I've, I've actually have family in Milwaukee and there's absolutely zero wrong with Milwaukee, but it's easier to spend time, even though you know they, that can be hard too. But it's, I think the, the distance also made <laughs> it even more. Impact. But it was more special is I guess it was where I'm yes. coming from. Like you said, family is first. And the whole reason we're doing this is essentially for our family. So it's a no brainer. I mean, when, when Patty asks me or, you know, requests say, you know what, we had this scheduled, but I have X, Y, Z. I know we're going to make it up on the other end and we're, we're going to, cause we're committed to this. That's yeah. the thing. We're both committed to this and we've put in, we put in more than six months of our, of for our life sure. this because of all the prep work prior. So, I mean, it's probably been close to a year up to this point that we've really kind of dedicated to this. And this is what we chose to do. And that's the other thing about a podcast. You're choosing to do it and you're making that commitment. That's what we've done. And we, you know, we have a forecast well through the end of the year as far as where we're, where we're looking at going with the podcast. We have a dream hundred list. And there's a lot of really cool things that, that we have in store for our boss free ballers out there. I do want to go back to that whole dream 100 list. So one of the things that we have is our schedule well through the end of the year, slotted guests. I'm telling you guys, we are on the money with that. We do that in Google Drive. So big shout out to Google Drive. It helps keeps us super organized. And then our dream 100 list is what are the top 100 guests that we want to have on our show ultimately, right? Over time. And so we have definitely checked off some of those boxes in the Dream 100 list. We've been really blessed to have via introductions or whatever to those types of guests the caliber of guests that would be on our Dream 100. So if you do have something similar, if you have a podcast or people you want to work with or collaborate with, we recommend do this whole concept of a Dream 100 list. You'd be surprised what happens when you write things down. And so what our realization through this whole process is systems are critical to success. I mean, one of the things that Michael Berger talks about in his- Gerber. Gerber. Is that, is that what I said? I, know, I, thought, I, thought you, I thought you said something else, but I could be wrong. I Damn it, have, Tim. Stop interrupting. I might have heard wrong. My yeah, yeah, you heard sometimes wrong. Sometimes play tricks on me. Michael Gerber, who <laughs> wrote the book E-Myth Revisited, talks about the importance of having systems, and that is absolutely the truth. Because of the fact that we have systems, it's completely flawless. 
the way that we operate in terms of recording, producing, show notes, getting things on air. And literally, we have contingencies on the back end. Like if Skype doesn't work, we know to go to Google Hangouts. If this doesn't work, I mean, we literally have it so seamless at this point that it runs really, really well. And so really what we're looking into into the next six months on ways to improve is yes 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 <laughs> these are our next <clears throat> projects we want to focus on improving our website interactivity so just making the website more of a pull strategy like really offering the boss ballers more content more information that they can grab and it's easy to understand and it is really being of higher service because right now our website at bossresociety.com it's good but it's not great it's a work. It's a work in progress. Yeah, and, and I think from where we started, where we you know we were delayed because we didn't have a website. Um, you know, and that looking back from how far we've come, it's it serves the purpose, but it is definitely a work in progress. We're not we're not stopping. We're satisfied with with how it how it operates or how it how it interacts, but we're getting better with it. And we know that we want more, Patty. We want more. We want to give more. Yes, we do. So what we're doing is uh, our goal is to offer more content online and offline. And so what we mean by that is, I mean, even from a cross-pollination standpoint, if you guys are on Periscope, check out Periscope. It's a really cool app that ties into your Twitter. And so it is a great way to live stream. We actually did a show on that as well, on getting on Periscope. But what's really beautiful about Periscope is the live streaming. Really, people say, well, how's it? It's no different than YouTube. Well, yeah, it is a little bit different because you get real-time interaction with your audience. So that's why we're choosing to get on Periscope. And so we're scoping. We're tag-teaming our scoping. We're being more personal purposeful of, about getting on other shows, other podcasts. I started really good that earlier this year. I was on a few podcasts, which was a lot of fun. So what we're recognizing is being more on podcasts and networking in that respect, it definitely helps elevate the brand that we're working on with Boss Re Society. <clears throat> so doing those types of things and really being more purposeful is something that um, I'm certainly uh, excited about mapping out for the rest of the year, well into 2016. And we're now we're we're getting a little bit more into blogging. We're let, um, starting to give our monthly goals and our review of those goals. And, and I think that's something that we're going to continue to, to do. It's something that holds us accountable for what we're doing. You know, it holds us accountable and it really, it's so much different when you put the goals out in the universe. They're so transparent. I think that's helping us become better. For sure. And then lastly, like we're really looking at participating in great conferences. Like I've done a lot of great conferences this year, Tim, you have as well. And we're, we have some other stuff scheduled for the rest of the year. We actually I'm really excited by the fact that we did our personal development conference with Unleash the Power Within at Tony Robbins together. Right. So Tim brought his wife Sarah, I brought my husband Phil. It was just such a nice time. It was a it was really, awesome. really, really nice time. And so that really helped kind of establish the rapport. Um, I, w- I was super happy to, to get to participate in that, to to get to know Sarah better. It was just really awesome. I, I really enjoyed that time. And so that's what we're looking for is just more of that collaboration being really synced up with what we're doing, the commitment to do it, the commitment to do it, but then also bringing in our family so that they understand the greater vision of what we're looking to create. Exactly. And then actually we have a, another conference coming up that we're going to together in September. We're going to Roberto Candelaria's uh, <laughs> sponsorship bootcamp. Roberto Candelaria. Yes. The amazing Roberto Candelaria, who we are going to be featuring later this fall, um, in September for his show, he is a sponsorship 
Ninja. So we're going to be tapping into his expertise, going to his conference. We're going to be talking about branding and social media and also other other cool stuff. And we're headed that way around the middle of September. So we're really excited. Want to echo the sentiment that Tim talked about where there, there is a real true commitment to what we're doing. And hopefully the six month review that there's some uh, some nuggets in there that would help you if you are on the same journey. So Patty, we've had like 60 shows in six months. I'm, I'm really uh, excited about that. I'm proud. I'm proud of us. I think we've really we've hit the ground running and, and 100, 100 episodes is not very far away. And that was originally one of the things that we looked at as being, you know, a huge milestone was 100 shows and, and we're 60 percent. We're more than 60 percent of the way there. That's right. Yes. So that's the deal, guys. Six month review. We're committed and our first big milestone will be show 100. We're really excited about that. Please let us know what you think at Boss Re Society on Periscope and Twitter. Join us over on Facebook at the dojo. So facebook.com forward slash Boss Free Society dojo, D-O-J-O. And we will catch you on Monday for Motivation Monday. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to the Boss Free Society podcast. If you want more, Connect with us on Facebook at Boss Free Society fan page, Twitter at Boss Free Society, or join our group of other boss-free-minded peeps at the Boss Free Dojo on Facebook.